Chara Supply Chain. Highlighting and showcasing solutions for the most complex challenges. Facing the industry in 21st century by our team of subject matter experts and mentors. Broadcasting every week all year round, we will present the most up-to-date series of podcasts and webinars. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bichara Supply Chain. This is Norhadi House. And I am speaking now with Federico Fiorito. He is a founder and CEO at Exalting, um, a business advisory and consulting company focused on the sustainability, and he is based in Italy. Our discussion will be focused on how to bring the uh, sustainability in the business world, and then uh, also talks a bit more on the SI or Uh, sustainability index. Welcome to our show, Federico. Can you please tell us a bit about uh, your experience and what do you do at Exalting? Currently, I am um, mostly, uh, apart from being a, an international speaker that I tend yeah. to mm. limit a little bit because also of sustainability issues because mm-hmm. traveling is not very sustainable nowadays yeah. mm-hmm. um, but as for the rest I'm the CEO of, of this um, startup which is Exalting, Exalting. and uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's a company born out of a passion based project actually mm-hmm. uh, in started more or less three and, and something years ago with, with the Dutch colleague originally and then yeah. dropped out Mm-hmm. because he wasn't very much the entrepreneur kind of person. It was more like a scientist mm-hmm. or researcher, but he didn't want to engage into a business. Yeah. But um, we were trying to find out ways to uh, assess how effectively a company is using sustainability as a tool for securing its uh, resilience mm-hmm. and um, profitability yeah. in the mid-long term. Mm-hmm. Uh, therefore, uh, we started researching how we could do that. Mm-hmm. And so, so issues started to pile up yeah. and we had more and more uh, a structure around, around mm-hmm. something. But it was, originally, it was still a, a kind of a survey Yeah, yeah. Uh, at a certain point, uh, I saw that we could draw some indexes from our, our survey structure. Mm-hmm. At that point, I, I decided to make it uh, into a business because uh, I saw mm-hmm. the, the, the huge potential into this uh, stuff. And so I, I invested in this uh, startup, uh, which is, we call it in Italy, an innovative startup. So it's, we, you have to have some characteristics and then you are somehow facilitated into to start mm-hmm. your business. Yeah. And uh, I hired people who were more mathematical. Uh, mathematical. In, in their minds. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. I, I gave them the, the idea of how I wanted the algorithms to work in order to pull out information from, from data of our, of our, from our survey mm-hmm. and they developed the, the formulas. Mm-hmm. Um, 
originally the indexes were more than one that yeah. uh, drawn from the interrelation between the factors of our of our survey mm-hmm. but in the end we found uh, uh, an excellent formula for getting just one single number mm-hmm. which is what we call the the embedded sustainability index which is our registered trademark mm-hmm. and and this index basically tells how effectively the company is using sustainability to manage its uncertainty, yeah. which is another way to describe the fact that the company is resilient and will be profitable uh, in the future and for, for the long term mm-hmm. while, while generating more social value, value for people and a better environmental stewardship. Yeah. So the idea is to overcome the widespread idea that sustainability is something of an evolution of CSR. So mm-hmm. an evolution of being good to people in being good to people and the environment too, mm-hmm. which generally is um, a way to spend more running your, your business. Mm-hmm. because you want to look good or, or to do good deeds mm-hmm. that cost more. Uh, whereas the idea behind embedded sustainability is that by taking into consideration the environment and, and the, the community of your stakeholders, you develop a, a, a more clever, effective mm-hmm. uh, way to to run your business which implies sometimes to uh, innovate radically the business model Mm -hmm. uh, to innovate the processes to innovate the design of your products or services so it can be uh, a bit of a upheaval of 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 companies uh, processes Mm -hmm. but but it is what makes it profitable yeah so what i'm generally saying to people is um, embedded sustainability has the very nice uh, peculiar trait of paying for itself and and even mm-hmm. giving more mm-hmm. uh, which is very different from the the old-fashioned but still very much alive approach of csr yeah we have to spend something more in in the hope that our customers will be also willing to pay more for yeah. our products, mm-hmm. which is not the case, which yeah. is not the case. Mm-hmm. Data say that people, maybe they say I'm willing to buy a more expensive item if it's made yeah. in a more mm-hmm. ethical way. But, but in the end, at, at, the, at the time of purchase, uh, a very low number mm-hmm. actually does that. Yeah. Whereas there are companies that have achieved uh, astounding results by innovating the business models profoundly. Yeah. So this is what we we test with our with our platform, and of course, um, what we have is a is a is a free online uh, self assessment. Yeah, that's available for everybody at our website uh, just by registering mm-hmm. uh, on the web. 
and uh, after registering, the company can take as many self-assessments as they want. Yeah. There's no yeah. limits so far. Uh, but that, of course, is an entry level. And, mm-hmm. and when we proceed into our funnel, so to say, then we we draw the what we call the preliminary report, and, and that's mm-hmm. our reading of the self-assessment and of the um, publicly available information on the company. Yeah. And in the land, uh, so mm-hmm. we know how to read the, the yeah. assessment uh, from behind because we know mm-hmm. how the algorithms work. Yeah. And we release this executive report, which is already a very uh, effective. Uh, insight of the company with some suggestions of uh, critical areas, uh, points of strength, priorities. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's already uh, we have we have seen that that's already very very effective in mm-hmm. showing the company where to go. And then we proceed, of course, in with with uh, um, our ISO based. Um, assessment uh, procedure that's mm-hmm. a proprietary procedure that we have developed yeah so we then we we certify the index at the fur at the further step mm-hmm. so we sign it and we give 18 months of license of use of our logo and the logo of the index yeah yeah and, and it's official and it's beginning to be considered also by investors and uh, insurance companies as, as an indicator mm-hmm. of how the, how the investment is good because the company is likely to last in the long term. So that, mm-hmm. that's our final goal, to, to become a, a reliable and a yeah. recognized benchmark. I'd like to jump into another question. Um, what would be the best approach that we could take as um, considerations when a company would like to convert this uh, sustainability as part of their business. The, the, our approach to sustainability, which is the embedded sustainability, something that is strategic and integrated throughout all the processes of a company, yeah. including the setting of strategy, mm-hmm. setting of the mission, and decision-making processes, yeah. which is very important. Mm-hmm. And, and it takes also into consideration the leadership model mm-hmm. because talking about supply chain that I know is, is the, the issue that's dear to your heart. Uh, it, embedding sustainability into the company strategy uh, implies uh, changing the, the mindset mm-hmm. into the relationship with the supply chain yeah. because it, it tends to foster... Um, a more uh, partnership-oriented model mm-hmm. because it takes um, it entails a lot of innovation in design, in in the way products are made. Uh, that's something that if you don't have a very vertically integrated company, mm-hmm. you need to 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 discuss this radical and profound innovation with your suppliers. You also have to discuss it with your customers. Yeah. You have to, to, to make partnerships that help you innovate all along the value chain. Whereas a company that, that does it alone, dealing with the supply chain in a more traditional way, mm. based in product and price, 
Mm-hmm. It's much more difficult to achieve this kind of of um, innovation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have also examples of this, and uh, there are also international institutions that are doing very interesting things on this side. For instance, UNIDO, which is the the UN body for for circulation of uh, innovation and, mm-hmm. and technological yeah. uh, development ideas is doing very interesting projects for helping companies uh, develop partnerships along the value chain. Uh, mm-hmm. That means also along the, the supply chain, of course, to improve the business models, models to improve the way resources are used, to improve the circularity in the use of resources. Therefore, it's um, it's an approach that is really paying off very well. Yeah. Uh, but still few companies um, adopt it, so too few. Uh, and I don't say this for my company, I say this for the planet, yeah. <laughs> for humanity, because it's very effective. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's effective, it's profitable, but it takes a different leadership model, a different mm-hmm. way of dealing with uh, contracts, relationships, interactions. Yeah. So um, there's a lot to do in this direction. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. So we're talking about the um, leadership on sustainability and you probably know that each company, its regions, where they're living on has their own characteristic. My culture, your culture are different and it's it's influenced our leadership style. So... What is your view on this? We have to take into account the profound cultural differences that we have uh, all around the planet. Um, what I know, for instance, about uh, Chinese culture, um, I know this through interaction with healthcare professionals that I had in another part of my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, is it's a, it's a culture that gives more value to the, to the collective than to in, the individual, for instance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas Western culture, uh, Europe and the US, tends to give a lot of uh, value to the individual uh, rather than to the collective. Mm-hmm. And, and this makes for a very different mind frame when you consider uh, cultural issues. And cultural issues are the basis of our legal systems of our economic systems etc so i think we have to consider uh, that we have this but um, this may have a stronger influence on the old approach of csr yeah because it's more about social uh, goodness in yeah. a way pass me the term which is a bit simplistic but uh, whereas the embedded sustainability approach that we are uh, bringing forward, mm-hmm. uh, not just us, but I mean, this is what we do, um, yeah. is more uh, practical, pragmatic, mm-hmm. and it's more about how the business works and how it can last longer. Mm-hmm. Therefore, for instance, we take into consideration the environmental stewardship, but not just because we love the beauty of butterflies 
or we are romantic, but, but because we know that the butterflies ultimately are, are necessary for our business to last. Yeah. Uh, because we live be, by the ecosystem. Mm. We need resources, we, we need energy, we need healthy people to work for us, we need happy people to work up with us because they are more productive. Yeah. They are more keen to share their intelligence. Yeah. Um, our healthcare systems are very costly, but if we live in a healthier environment, we spend less on our healthcare systems. Therefore, we can lower our taxes. So we, this is a way that looks at, at the system in a systemic way. Yeah, yeah, uh, and and it's uh, it's uh, it's becoming aware that the company and the business does not live in in the glass ball. Yeah, it it is profoundly interdependent with the context, mm-hmm. and today we cannot ignore the context mm-hmm. anymore. So maybe for some time. Um, some companies will be able to last the old way. So take, grab, uh, make, and waste, or however you want to synthesize it. Um, But I think that uh, we are so interconnected and interdependent that by considering sustainability in this way, which is very pragmatic, Mm-hmm. For instance, uh, among my articles uh, in my blog, there is one that I've written about uh, companies that uh, practice sustainability and, and don't tell it. Mm-hmm. They don't make it for, for their PR or for their image or for their marketing. They do it because it's good for their business. Mm-hmm. So this is how I, I would like everyone to do. I do it because it's good for me. Yeah. Because the good of everyone in my value chain, don't, don't, let's not talk about humanity or the planet, but talk about my value chain, my suppliers, my customers, yeah. my, my people, my workers, my shareholders. Yeah. I, it's good for them. It's good yeah. for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, at this point, you don't need to have a cultural background that kind of obliges you to behave in a certain way in order to mm. preserve your license to operate. Yeah. It's just because it's best. Mm-hmm. I find it more, more practical and easier also to discuss with business people mm-hmm. because yeah. we are talking about the bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. From this, some, some goodness uh, is always welcome. It makes things easier in life, I think, but you know, yeah, it's not it's not even necessary at Vichara supply chain we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies don't forget to subscribe like and share Vichara supply chain and stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.picharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.